You're listening to episode 181 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the podcast at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Sock and A back at you, bitches. <laughs> I nice. I love that picture. Oh my god! I swear, Karen wants me to blow it up in, uh, in like movie poster frames uh, and frame it and everything. I love it so much. It was funny. Oh, yeah, actually, before we even get to that, I keep for- I do this all the time. I keep forgetting. There's a lot of quality stuff out there. A lot of passionate people uh, making making content about uh, about Las Vegas. And another new one out there is uh, Faces and Aces. We're adding them to the friends of of the show. Uh, that gentleman enjoyed. A very tiny bit of 360 Vegas vacation too with us, but he's got a good he's got a good thing there, and uh, want to make sure that he gets attention. But he's the one that uh, thoroughly enjoyed Tony's two show stint with uh, with the program, and came up with a movie poster that he he basically took the poster of the hell was it? I, I know I know the original name of the show was uh, a couple of dicks. It's uh, I, I don't know whatever it was Kevin Smith's buddy cop movie, and and uh, replaced the, uh, the the heads with Tony and I and I I fucking love it so much <laughs> I can't wait to yeah. get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah, that was it was super creative. I'm I'm more than impressed by that. So I sent over a uh, a better hopefully better resolution picture uh, that it'll work out for you if you really do decide to get it in a poster size. Oh, so. I can't wait. Well, it was funny because it, being the professional that he is, that's that's what he does for a living apparently is graphic art. He was like, oh, I need a little bit of high resolution so I can kind of blend it and make it look at him. I'm like, I kind of like that it looks like you cut our heads off and plopped them on these people. <laughs> like, so if that's what you're concerned about, don't be concerned about that, because I like yeah. that. <laughs> don't overthink it, please. Right. <laughs> you have no, genius at your hands. There's no reason to try and uh, try and one-up it. Tony, I've gone to the hard stuff. Oh, what are you having? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it's not hard, Scott. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in your realm of awesome, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just going straight for the rum right now. I, uh, there's something about drinking gallons of beer it uh, weighs on you after a while, literally and figuratively. Oh, for sure. So for I'm, sure. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. So, uh, I mean, is it just like uh, rum and Coke, or what are you doing? Uh, it is It is rum and 7-Up, but I, I uh, do you recall the drinks that I mixed for you when you when you stayed in my abode? <laughs> Vaguely. I, I believe you referred to them as uh, my attempt to kill you. Oh, shit, dude. Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> yes. That's what these drinks are like. So there's, there's rum in there, and there's ice, and then there's just a little bit of 7-Up for just just to take 
just to take the top off. Just to take the <laughs> take good the, man. Take the edge off. I, I don't, I don't fuck around. Let's go. Well, as a way to uh, to, to celebrate, uh, because as I've mentioned before, we, we always find we break out the good stuff when we're going to podcast with Mark. And uh, my wife and I went down to Louisville, Kentucky for uh, the Labor Day weekend. And I picked up at least, I'm fairly confident it is exclusive to their distillery. I I know for a fact you can't get it here in Michigan. We went to the Woodford Reserve Distillery and we picked up some rye whiskey. So uh, we're enjoying some some rye while we podcast tonight because you can't get it anywhere other than uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So special times, call for special cocktails. I can't wait to see where this evening goes. I'm sure. I'm sure. No problems. I'm sure. No problems. <laughs> well, we've had we've had you at a level of of inebriation that I, I don't know if you can recall the any previous time uh, uh, of being at such a level. And then you've had Tony on point, following <laughs> it up. So I'm interested to find out what version I get here. I love them both equally. <laughs> you know what? I have a bad feeling. Market's going to slowly transition from on point Tony to. <laughs> Two things that you have to edit out because they're just thoroughly inappropriate, <laughs> even by your standards. Right. See, see, now you you had one extremity and the other. Now you get to watch the evolution. That's right. It's like magic. Oh my god, that's true. It's like it's magic. Like, oh shit. <laughs> well, let's start the show. He's Mark. I'm Tony, and uh, we always start with random Vegas. Yes, this week, win Las Vegas makes an average of eight thousand one hundred and thirty dollars in daily table game revenue. And 276 in slot revenue. We got that from EdgeVegas.com, which is interesting because of you know the way that Wynn is reorganizing his uh, his gaming floor. But when you when you take in to effect how many table games there are and how many slot games, it's it's like you're like, well, it's only 276 compared to eight grand. Like, yeah, he has like 10 table games and like 800 slots. So yeah, it makes a little sense. It does, but you know, I'll tell you, we should circle back around to this in a year from now and see what his uh, daily table game hold, uh, you know, that the revenue is in a year from now in light of the fact of what he's kind of jerking around as it relates to the, you know, to the craps table. Yeah, yeah. And see whether or not his daily table game limit goes up or down. His his hold inevitably is going to go up, but it'll be interesting to see whether or not the daily table um, take or revenue goes up with it. I would like to believe... I mean, it doesn't hold true in blackjack, as we all know, but I would like to believe that blackjack player, or not blackjack, uh, craps players are a bit more savvy and, and will we'll catch on to that pretty quick and, and not, not want any piece of it, but who knows. Exactly. How about the uh, Vegas Mate Review of the Week? Well, this week, it's Larry CW's September 18th review of Zarkana at Aria. He gave it two out of five chips. I love this review. Can't wait for you to read it. My fourth Cirque show to see after Ka, Zumanity, and Love. This is a decent show, but very disjointed. Some really good acts, but interspaced with, quote, filler that detracts from the flow. This may have been a very good show before it was, quote, unquote, redone, but it was just too dark. Now it is just a bunch of parts with no flow. An MC like Absinthe has would really have made this show. The first Cirque show that had me looking at my... Oh, I get it. The first Cirque show that had me looking at my watch. I would not recommend this show unless you can see it for free or at a really reduced price. I saw Zarkana with free tickets. I barely feel it was worth my time. My wife eventually did fall asleep during the show. 
that's um you know i'll be real honest with you mark i've never seen any <laughs> shows because i just don't like you know i've tried watching it uh when like um jay leno would have him come on his show and yeah. they do a you know a, a five six seven minute bit and about three minutes into it i'd be like all right i'll circle back around to this after you know the show's over so right, right. I, I, um I don't know. You, I know you're a big fan of it. Well, not not a big fan, but Zarkana was on my radar as as a show that I wanted to see that wasn't artist based. And when I say that, the only Cirque shows I've seen are Love, which is Beatles centric, uh, Viva Elvis, Elvis centric, and One or uh, MJ One, which is Michael Jackson centric. I I am planning to go see Ka per Karen's recommendation, as well as my now fascination. Like, wow, they're not getting with Death Defined. Not always. But uh, the Zarkana, from its 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 initial description, I thought sounded very dark, and I thought it was very interesting. And and before I had the opportunity to actually check it out, they did that that refresh and lightened it up. And this review, this is once again why I love Vegas Mate reviews. This review confirmed my every worst fear, and I will not see Zarkana. I don't care if they fucking give me free tickets. I will not see it, thanks to this review. Uh, absolutely what I was afraid of, and it, and it is true. Wasn't, isn't one of them supposed to be rather uh, sensual in nature? You think it is like humanity. Oh, Yeah, Karen's right, seen right, right. that. Okay. She, she, uh, I, I've had Karen and one of my best gays go... And he loved it, but Karen was like, meh, whatever. Okay. Uh, that would explain why he let his wife fall asleep. I would have taken advantage of her. So. <laughs> right. We're opportunists, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm not, to be clear, I'm talking about his wife, not mine. I, right. <laughs> oh, I, I was, I was going to say, if Karen falls asleep, that's, that's, my, that's my time to pray. Time to bounce. <laughs> It's not rape if they can't say no. <laughs> She's married. She's, that's not allowed. <laughs> that's right. It's true. It's true. Do you know for the longest time you could not rape your wife under law? That is, that's mind-blowing to me. You and I could get into conversations about law forever. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That is I know, fascinating word, to me. And, and, and for the listeners at home, 11 minutes is all it took before Tony started to drop some law into the show. But it's so. brilliant. You know what's so funny? And you, you know this, being being a lawyer, that there are just some people that fucking hate your segment. They hate it with a passion. I'm like, I, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts. The worst part is, it's the host's favorite thing. I love it so Which much. I got to concede is part of the reason why I've tried to generate even more of them. Oh, it's like an audience. Uh, it's not just me. Me and Karen. You have an audience of two of the most important people that you need to have in the audience. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, wait, you you have people that really don't like that segment? Let's bring it on. Right. Let's have a whole bunch of them. I'm just going to drop law all over you, asshole. Uh, you know what? On, on a side note, like, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, clearly, Tony and I are pretty close, but... I'm not exaggerating. There was a, a complete side tangent story here. So when Tony came to visit, we uh, we went down to Tunica, had a great time, and I got up a little bit earlier than they did. They were running a little behind. And Tony realized that I was waiting, and I'm not a big fan of waiting. So he slipped a script under my door so I could read it. I was fucking riveted for 40 minutes reading his script that we'll eventually share with you one day. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, man, my wife was in the shower forever. I got a great way to pacify, you know, his his time. We'll just give him something to to read and, and reread. So, so good. good. So good. 
How about the Twit Pick of the Week? One of the most unique, clever pictures to win Twit Pick of the Week goes to this week's winner at Caesars Palace. The reason it's so unique is because Caesars is one of the few properties in Las Vegas to not only last as long as it has, but still sports its original bones. This photo shows you exactly what Caesars used to look like and what it looks like today. And while drastically different, it's amazing what remains the same. The same? The same. Jesus, I had it. It was almost perfect. It was almost perfect. Remains the same. Cheers to Vegas past, present, and future. This, it's not incredibly clever in the sense that somebody didn't do some work to it. It's literally just somebody holding an old picture right by uh, while they're taking a picture of a new. But fascinating, especially when you consider the flamingo. You know, it's, that's, that's an old girl. She doesn't look anything like what she originally looked like. Tropicana, shadow of what she used to look like. None of the old school properties that are still along. I mean, minus Fremont Street, of course. But on the Strip, it is amazing what they have done. And, and, how, and it's also why she's the most confusing fucking property to make your way around. Because unlike many other properties where they're like, blow this up and build something else. They're like, no, just keep adding on to it. Just keep adding on to it. Like, where are we in this labyrinth of gambling? In yeah, heaven? no kidding. No, this is a, it's a that's a very cool picture. That's it's beautiful and it it makes you appreciate both how gorgeous it was when it first opened and yet still how gorgeous it looks today despite how terribly um laid out they've 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 built this. Visionary, I think is almost the definition. Um I'm going to get you a dictionary for Christmas. You know what I mean? Metaphorically, it, it, the people who, who <laughs> built it, they're visionary. God damn it, Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. Very cool. I, I totally see. I totally get why that was your uh, by your twit pick of the week. All right, let's talk about the news. Uh, oh, wait, no. Hang on. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Now let's go to the news. Three sixty Vegas vacation three update. Yes, I, I don't know if it isn't clear. Tony's been helping me out with this a bit, and uh, God damn, I'm so excited about what, what we're working on here. Now we were we announced last week that we finally settled on dates for three sixty Vegas vacation three. It will be a three day event. Well, it's it's a two and a half day event really. It's going to be May fifteenth through the seventeenth, and have all the things that you love about our listener events, a limo ride to Fremont, group gaming, and dining. While we do have an outline for all the events, we are still in the process of determining who our partners will be, so we can't share that with you for various reasons. For some reason, people don't like to accept large group reservations eight months in advance, but what we would like to share with you is a few details that we have. First, Day one is pretty much good to go, and, and here it is for you. Sunday, May 15th, we're going to meet up at a bar to be decided at the link. We do know that just for a meet and greet. Then at 6 p.m., we will take another super stretch limo around the strip and then down to Fremont Street. I promised to make another playlist, which is quite, you know what? You protested for a second when Kesha started. I'm like, Tony, it's, it's, it's Vegas excess. Let's, let's just let's let it go. And you got into it. 
Oh, it, you, you know what? The tequila moves. shots were being passed around. At that point, you could have put on fucking Simon and Garfunkel, and I'd be like, yeah, I am a rock. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. It's right there. Look at that rock. Sorry. Our destination will be our first confirmed partner and group meal. Pizza Rock is the first official partner of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. That's awesome. Oh, I'm excited about it. Once I've never been there. Oh, you're going to love it, buddy. There's a specific pizza I cannot wait to share with people. It's fucking amazing. Okay. Now, now, once dinner is complete, we expect to do some slot races and group gaming at a property which is still to be decided. And that's day one of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. Those of you who've never been will be like, well, it doesn't seem like a lot. Those of you who have been will be like, oh, fuck, we're going to be so hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yeah, I can't wait for you to announce the um, morning breakfast that nobody's going to show up. Right. For. Yeah. Well, we learned. We learned, Tony, from our oh. <laughs> from each vacation, and <laughs> breakfast is not a part of any any future plans. <laughs> if listen, when we both wake up and we're both shaking because you know we're going through withdrawal, our <laughs> breakfast is going to be at the closest bar. Exactly. And I've learned, Tony. There is no here. This isn't even in the notes. I'm going to give this to you. This is right off the cuff. There is no event at 360 Vegas Vacation 3 that starts before noon. Sweet. Right? Good. <laughs> Thank God. Now, that is all that we can share regarding the specifics. For reasons I can't share with you at this time, we can't call Tropicana an official partner yet. We're just going to leave it at that. We do promise, not only you, but our potential partners, that as they are confirmed, we will share who they are with you. However, we have one more detail we are ready to share with you. This 360 Vegas vacation will have a theme, a geographical theme, South Strip. All of the events on Monday and Tuesday will be located South Strip. This was an idea you had, Tony, and I rapidly fell in love with it. Now, I, I don't know if future vacations are going to follow this geographic theme, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do, if if only for the South Center North concept uh, evolution. But I, I, I'm a big fan of this. I know you are as well. We are excited to share with you, as we do with every 360 Vegas vacation, some of what we consider to be the best that Vegas has to offer for the mid-tier, in, in this instance, South Strip. I'm absolutely uh, beyond excited about this this whole concept and this whole plan. I'm so excited that you saw some value in, in this idea as well. Here's the deal. I'll be the first to concede, Mark. I am, by and large, a mid-strip Vegas vacationer. Me too. So typically, you know, I like to stay at um, Bally's. I like to stay at Flamingo. Um, You know, I've stayed at other places that are um, across the street, like say Mirage and Bellagio, because they're South Strip. And they're such a, it's such a wonderful place because if you want to go north up to, you know, say uh, Venetian and Wynn, or if you want to go south down to Tropicana or Luxor, you're in a great spot to do it. But what I am more than willing to concede is I, my South Strip uh, Vegas vacation is woefully under accommodated. And so the whole idea that we could spend, you know, the next two and a half days, three days together, and we're just doing all of the amazing things that are down on the South Strip. Oh, man, I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's it's a really unique idea. I'm a big, big fan of this. We're going to have a lot of fun. We got to keep our mouths shut because I know you and I are excited. 
put let, let's let's get some things locked down before we share anymore. Let's move on to a story because I, I fear we're gonna say sh- shit we should be saying. <laughs> well, I will say one thing. You and I have been in communication uh, back and forth on what you've been looking into, and even if you can only hammer down. 50 to 75% of the things that you've mentioned, this is going to be a, a, a trip that people should not miss. And that's that's a big thing to say because I've been to both of them yes. and I've had a great time on both of them. This is something that, man, you've put a ton of time and work into this like you have all the other ones. And I just, I'm very, very excited and, and the listeners should be too. Tony, I, I, I do 100% agree with you. And, and without demeaning any of the of the previous which were first of all both epic and i do believe uh the the sequel is better than the original i i think i think the third is the best we've ever come up with it's really i'm so proud of it so proud of it i cannot wait to share it with you which is why eight months in advance as i'm getting (laughs) confirmation i'm like this is what i'm gonna do i can't fucking wait to tell you what we're gonna do (laughs) absolutely listeners i i kid you not Pick a place that you haven't stayed yet. South Strip that you've yes. always wanted to try. It's what I'm doing. Oh, it's what I'm doing. Yep. I, I just, I will, we will move on, but man, I, woof, I am super excited. Looking forward to it, bro. All right, so George Strait to play the Las Vegas Arena. Yeah, country singer George Strait will be the first performer to play in the new 20,000-seat Las Vegas Arena at MGM's The Park Complex. He'll play two sets of weekend shows. The first will be Friday and Saturday, April 22nd, 23rd. And the second will be Friday and Saturday, September 9th and 10th. The announcement and subsequent tickets going on sale coincide with the artist's new album, both available on October 2nd. Once prices and times are released, we'll share those with you. Straight show will be performed in the round, giving the arena the ability to sell out to capacity. For those of you unaware, George Strait is one of the best-selling country artists in history, selling over 70 million records worldwide. And other than the article that I got this information from, the only reason I knew that is I worked in a music store for 10 years. Camelot? No, no. It was, uh, it was one of those used places. Oh, gotcha. Oh, used classy. media. Oh, you got 30-day um, guarantees that you, your, your shit worked. <laughs> <laughs> What's the line? You could um, shove your head up a cow's ass to get a good look at a T-bone. Wouldn't you rather trust the butcher? I don't think I that. Bo- I don't think I've ever successfully said that. Once again, I'm impressed by you, Tony. <laughs> well, um, how about these uh, Speed <laughs> Vegas breaks ground? I think I've always Tommy oh, Boyd it every time. <laughs> 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 yeah, Speed Vegas. They did break ground. Uh, they had a ceremonial groundbreaking this week, if that means anything to anybody. This is a 1.5-mile racetrack attraction located a few miles south of M Resort that will allow people... I know, right? Anyone who's ever journeyed down to M Resort realized that's really fucking far. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been down there? Oh, yeah. I love M Resort, but you know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not an off-strip uh, Fremont no. guy. You got to really, really... You got to want like, it. They're, they're targeting their locals. Oh, I yeah. If it. you aren't local, you got to want M Resort. You got to want it because it is fucking yeah. way down there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I'm sorry. Please continue. No. <laughs> so it is a few miles south of M Resort, and it will allow people to drive exotic sports cars or the same thing you can already do at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Lamborghinis and various other driving works of art were on site, so the media didn't just have to look at a bunch of tools digging up sand. Of course, there is no word when actual construction will begin or when the project will be complete. 
because never is far too vague for a press release, Tony. This thing's never happening. I'm calling it right now. As well, you should. I, I, I will see your never, and I will raise you at never ever. <laughs> so, look at me. I'm Taylor Swift. Brilliant. Oh. I like it. Uh, now, this one's fascinating. I've not heard about this. The Fremont Freaks. Oh, yeah, yeah you've yeah. heard it. Fremont Freaks. You've heard strike. of it. Tony, this, this is possibly the greatest news in the history of Las Vegas. The Fremont, quote, street performers, also known as buskers, I don't know what the fuck that means, or best known as annoying fuck mites littering Fremont, they are threatening to strike in protest of the new city ordinance requiring them to register to perform and only perform in one of 38 designated spaces along Fremont in two-hour increments. Two points to be, seem to be missed among the epically mentally challenged. First, you have to actually have a job with an employer to be able to strike and refuse to do <laughs> said job. Second, Everyone wants you to stop performing and go away forever. Social media did what it does best upon initial release of the story and mocked it mercilessly with the security blanket of anonymity the internet provides, but in a good and accurate way this time. <laughs> According to the letter, the dream may come true starting November 1st, the first day the ordinance takes place. Luck be a lady that night. <laughs> Fun factoid and hopefully lucky charm. That is Karen's 40th birthday. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, um... Oh, no, no, she likes just... it. She's thrilled. Shit, don't worry about don't, it. Don't this... want to just say it's her birthday? No, no, no. This, this, this is not a woman who's like, oh, my God, I'm turning 40. She's like, a fuck, turning 40. Fucking suck it. That's wild because I thought for sure she would have been turning, like, 25. 26, so that's 40. I would never have believed that. Sorry, in case the rest of you didn't catch that, Asgard, while being quiet, made his first appearance on the show, if only by jingling tags. <laughs> Karen Karen was, was out uh, acquiring snacks for our evening, and when she returned, the puppy was quite interested into seeing what Dad was doing, especially since I just screamed that everyone who uh, stopped performing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was like, what's Dad doing? What's he doing? <laughs> so, thank you, babe. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> she does love it. <laughs> All right, of course. What's not to love? Uh, so this uh, fascinating. I, you know, I saw this as well. I saw this article as well, and I thought to myself, this isn't the punishment that you think it is, street performers. This is what everybody's hoping you would do. What I so can't wrap my head around, Tony, is that there are people on this planet, apparently at least 30, 38 of them, that really think there's any value to what it is that they do. It's yeah. mind-blowing that they don't realize 95... Listen, I'll, get, I'll give you... I think they do get crowds. They get crowds from time to time. I'll give you that maybe 5% of the people... Uh, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll give them 10% of the people that, that go down to Fremont. What? You know what? Fuck it. I'll give them 25%, Tony. 25% of the people that go down there find them mildly amusing. The problem is is those people that find them amusing, the exact opposite, that 75% vehemently hate them and cannot yeah. wait for them to go away and have been begging for a rule. Like, this rule to me is like, this is fucking stupid. Like, oh my God, you're pissing them off and they're going to go away? Boom, jackpot. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and, and what's fascinating too about this, Mark, is that this, while this is moderately a problem on the strip, I get that they congregate near the, right. you know, the form shops yep. and, and, and by Bally's, but this is a, I mean, it's amplified. It is. It's four blocks. Yeah, and, it, and it's consistent. I mean, it's consistent four blocks. And so the 38, you know, these 38 little squares that are being, that are going to be used. Overly uh, generous, spaces. by the way, overly generous. Well, right, because if you think, you got to imagine that, that, let's just say hypothetically, space number one is down near the plaza. So if you're making your way to, where do you think realistically it probably ends? Down by the um, uh, the Heart Attack Grill, I would imagine. I, I roughly. I assume it's all under the canopy. That that's 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 what I've understood it to be. So it's all under the canopy. Fair enough. Fine. So you take 38 spots, um, and unless these are five feet circles, I mean. That's that's a lot of spots to be able to shove underneath the canopy. Yeah. And yeah. when you're trying to make your way from, again, hypothetically, the plaza down to, let's just say, the D, yeah. and you're bobbing and weaving through these people, it's, um, it's, it's frustrating. Now, here's the deal. I guess I, I'm going to moderately somewhat defend them only insofar as to say, God love them that that's how you want to make your money. That, that's how you get your crack money, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I'll never forget, and, and you know, my, my uh, Vice Lounge Online partner, Jason, and I, he got we got to know one another when we were in college, and we were in class one day, and, and I remember we were taking a political theory class, and somebody made a, a comment about, well, I can't imagine anybody that would ever want to be a janitor. Why wouldn't you want to be more than, you know, just a janitor in, in life? And, and why wouldn't you want to make more for yourself and more money and, and be able to do other things? And, and I remember Jason, and this, is, this blew my mind. Jason raised his hand and said, I take extreme exception to saying anybody doing anything is a is is settling or is less than what um is available what if that person absolutely loves that and that is what makes them happy and when they get up every morning unlike some of us schmucks who wake up in the morning think oh jesus i gotta go into work today and i gotta go do x and y that people these people wake up and and these individuals say i can't wait to go out and go do you know whatever it is that some people may consider demeaning if these people want to get up in this world i can't imagine anything worse than you know i'm thinking about the one guy who's uh that, that dresses like cupid he's you know he's overweight and he's he's you know in his advanced years, right. and he's walking around in a diaper with with these wings on. And I think to myself, you know, if that's what makes you happy and, and you enjoy doing that, good for you. But it, but at some point, you know, you're it's you know that old adage of your right to you know stick out your fist stops at the tip of my nose. Yeah, yeah. The same sort of situation is true here. Your ability to to busk yourself out on the strip has to come into allotment with what my ability to engage in what downtown is about yeah i just um man i really hope that they do strike i I would i would love to see how that how that plays out yeah 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 who who are they really punishing yeah i i i I agree with you i i think what the city has done allowing them to do things now that they're coming with ordinances i think is just very very generous on the city's part it's like i said i don't i don't know who it is that you think you are but I think what what the city has done is beyond accommodating. I agree. That's it for the news. We do have some prop bets. 
for those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. After glowing reviews from our friends Neil and Sarah from the UK, it has been reported this week by Vegas Eater that the executive chef at Yardbird Southern Table and Bar, Todd Harrington, is out. It isn't clear who will replace him or if it will matter, and Harrington is moving on to other opportunities in our nation's capital. Yeah, I, I, at first I was like, no, I want to try this, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if it matters. <laughs> where Cause it's like where is Yardbird? Uh, it's in Venetian, I think. Venetian Palazzo. Uh, that, uh, that okay. Well, but it's like I said, I, like I looked at it like, oh man, I really want to try this place, but I'm like, Tom Colicchio isn't cooking at his places, mm. and I still think it's pretty, really good. So right. it's gonna it's gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, it's been confirmed that the new season of MTV's The Real World will be filmed in Vegas, downtown, at Gold Spike. No word if work detail is involved in the show because I haven't watched it in 15 years. <laughs> but <laughs> speculation it's been relevant. You know, right? <laughs> but speculation is that it might be getting people to actually go to downtown Grand. Now that is only. Half joke, because the other half of that is real speculation. Because that would make sense. Because downtown, uh, what, what is it? The downtown project partially owns. Well, they own completely Gold Spike, and they do partially own the the downtown Grand. So that that would make sense if that entire concept is still a part of it, or if they literally just put a bunch of buff eighteen to twenty year olds in there so they can fuck downtown. Wow, that's um. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that uh, uh, on the on the interwebs earlier this week, and I thought, huh. I didn't even know that show was still on. I, it, it's so funny. I've had this conversation with several people. The, the funny thing is, is, of course, we all saw the original one at the Palms. That, that was, I mean, the show was still relevant at that time, and, and it, was, it, was, it was at the Palms. It was, it was really exciting. And then they did it again at Hard Rock, and I, I'm a guy that loves Las Vegas so much that I do a weekly fucking show. I've not seen a single episode of that. That's how irrelevant that show is to me that even Las Vegas can't pull me to give a fuck about that show. I mean, obviously, I'm clearly not their target audience, but I, I don't give a fuck. So it's interesting to see what they're going to do with this. Well, and it'll be interesting to see if 18 and 19 year olds still watch the real world. Because, you know, if you, <laughs> right. well, I'm being serious, because think about shows that came out, let's just say, okay, so let's say Real World's been around for about 25 years because I remember it being on when I was in high school. Yeah, no, no, no. Sadly, I'm that's, that's in the ballpark. That's pretty close. So the question then becomes what shows were 25 years old when we were this age? And did we give a shit about 2020? Were, were we tuning in at 18 years old going, oh my God, I can't wait to see what Barbara Walters has to say next about this? <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know that this uh, um, is going to be relevant, but I guess time will tell. Yeah, we'll uh, so the RJ is reporting that the Ferrari dealership inside Wynn will close by the end of the year. Its replacement hasn't been announced yet. It's a big space, and I always thought that was cool, but what are you going to do? I just like to look at it like, I have posters of you. I have posters of you. <laughs> <laughs> Long-faced Whispering singer Ellie Golding's latest music video features a significant amount of classic Vegas, a lot of Fremont Street, and even a stroll through El Cortez on a horse. If only for full disclosure, it does have some nice side boob action. 
I have no idea who this person is. You're 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 better off. You're fine. She's listen. I, I'm I'm being a snarky prick. She's fine. She's a talented person. Uh, I, I I I mildly find her music amusing. Like is, like Vegas is, it is worth Bob, it's it's worth watching once, Tony. If that's where you go, okay. It's worth watching. Well, I want this. Once. I'm looking for the side boob mostly, it, oh, as you should. Enjoy the Vegasiness and the side boob. Done. <laughs> it was announced this week that former president of the Fremont Street Experience, Jeff Victor, is joining the Stevens Group as the vice president of operations. Derek Stevens was quoted as saying, "Victor will be quote instrumental in figuring out the future of the former Las Vegas club." Victor resigned as part of the Fremont Street Experience president at the beginning of this month. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of like the fact that it's slowly becoming Derek Stevens downtown and we're just visiting it. <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> and so I'll be interested to see where this uh, Victor fellow takes it he's certainly got the connections obviously having yeah, been yeah, yeah. you know former fse president um you know what does that mean though what's that going to you know what is that going to do in, in the grand scheme of things particularly when you've got now one owner of three properties out of what about eight that are a part of the fremont street experience i mean right. he's kind of Derek is kind of sort of slowly buying up what is the Fremont Street experience. Absolutely. I mean, before this, I mean, obviously there are other companies like Boyd that that have multiple properties, but they aren't all on Fremont Street. These are all on Fremont Street. And, you know, they're pretty fucking good. I mean, you and I have, have, have spoke uh, at, at, at length about when you go down to Fremont, you're basically just hanging out at Stephen's places. So before it was... Golden Gate and and the D, and now we're gonna throw him whatever Las Vegas Club becomes. Like, yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a fucking a beast. Yeah, yeah, and 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 especially, and we've talked about this, so I you know I don't necessarily want to rehash it, but I I really liked your overall assessment of the value that this guy brings is his willingness that he walks his casino floors. He wants to shake his uh, clientele's hand. He wants to look them in the eye and he wants to say, what do you like? What don't you like? These are the things that I want to know. What keeps you coming back here? That has been lost on the strip with the the corporations buying up, you know, essentially the the east side and the west side of, of the strip. Yeah. yeah. They need a face. They need to figure that out. They need to have a face. Mm-hmm. As if to reassure the market, a, quote, coming soon sign for Wahlburgers has been hung at Bally's Grand Bazaar. <laughs> like, no, 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 seriously. Seriously. This time is where it's going to happen. <laughs> I really wish I could do a Boston accent so I could be like, hey, hey, uh, I we're coming soon. Too, we're coming I'm, soon for I, you. I, I see. See, this is the intent we have, but we don't have talent when it comes no. to that. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Now, if they were drunks, I could totally nail that. Oh, hell yes. I, I, we, all over I, it. T- Tony, I, I think we've set the bar for <laughs> drunk conversations. <laughs> oh I, I, th- I think people across the world, I don't care what podcast they're doing, strive to, to equal what, what you and I created. It, it, modern art, Brian. Or Brian, Jesus Christ. I've had a few rums. It's <laughs> my boy. Here's the deal. Here's but that's how much I love you. Doing. That's how much we're sliding into this. I'm like, Tony Bride, Breton, <laughs> Brony. Listen, I don't want you You're my Brony. <laughs> we should really, because as much as you and I text each other when we've been drinking, mm. we ought to just get on 
Skype and just record this bullshit for like random stuff for you to post on any given night. It's it's a phenomenal idea. If any of you, I mean, minus all those people that hate Legal Lounge, but we, hey, 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 it's free content. Free content. <laughs> exactly. You get what you pay for, assholes. Right. So, <clears throat> for those of you unfamiliar with things that exist off the Strip or Fremont, you may be disappointed to hear that plans for a Lotus of Siam location in the Link have been scrapped in favor of opening another location in Summerlin. <clears throat> I have never been to Lotus of Siam, but apparently this is like a really big deal. Yeah, I kind of got that. I um. It had a loose connection to the places. Like, like I, I don't know if I've ever officially disclosed this, but, uh, I mean, I, I felt like we did a bit when we used to do the um, jackpot announcement totals, but we do have a very set area of things that we'll, we'll report on, and that's that's Fremont proper and the, the extension thereof. I'll, I'll cover Container Park and, and down to Main Street Station. And then uh, on, on the Strip, I'll go as far as M Resort and... Basically anything like when you get some kind of an aerial shot that'll cover. I literally have a poster right behind me in the office, the studio, if you will, Tony, because that sounds better. The uh, in, in the studio, that it, it's one of those those typical cheesy aerial photographs taken from a helicopter that shows you the strip, and you. I mean, you only see Fremont in in the distance, but you see the 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 local slash off strip properties like. Palace Station, Hard Rock, the Orleans, shit like that. That's the only area that we cover. It basically, in all honesty, places I've been able to walk to, because I'm a psychopath when it comes to Vegas, but places I've been able to walk to, visit, and actually grab a, a chip for those properties. So we do have a, a, a segment of area in which we cover, and Lotus of Siam does not fall in there, but they did reference Fremont, so I was like, ah, Fremont. Hmm. That was a long okay. way to get to nowhere, Tony. <laughs> I, you know what? It's your show, buddy. I'm just sitting back and letting you take me for whatever yeah. Sunday drive you're out let's, on. Uh, let's move forward. I feel bad. <laughs> the LV You feel bad. Be on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> the LVCVA has approved the spending of $4 million to host a presidential debate at the Thomas & Mack Center between September and October 2016. Pitbull, the man who will inevitably be found guilty for statutory rape. <laughs> it's funny, when I write these things, sometimes I pay attention as to who's, whose turn it's going to be. And sometimes I don't, and I think I like it better when I don't. <laughs> well, he said this week that his limited run at Planet Hollywood is only a lead-in to an eventual full-time residency on the Strip. A Caesars executive confirmed if Pitbull is serious, or, or, they are or, willing to accommodate. Or an MGM executive. You meet in the, the full-time residency and not an underage girl. <laughs> here, Mr. Pitbull, and, here is your girlfriend. And thank you for correcting the typo. See, that, that, that's what makes you a pro, because they're not MGM. I don't know why I wrote that. Probably had a few rubs. Rubs. I don't see anything that says MGM. It does. It says right there. Oh. Reading the next story. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. God. Fantastic. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Okay. Well, now that we... Spoiler alert. Next thing has to do with MGM. Right. Yeah. Uh, in response to Southern Nevada Tourism Committee's concern about MGM's new arena and its lack of parking... 
MGM officials still aren't ready to announce their plan. Some concepts were shared, and a garage or parking lot were not <laughs> among any of them. This is going oh, to fail. Well oh. You don't deserve an NHL team. For, for this mismanagement, you don't deserve it, MGM. Go fuck yourself. That, it's wow. embarrassing to me. I love this city. I want them to get whatever they want. I, I want them to have these things. This mismanagement, how fucking expensive would it be on, on land you already own, Tony, to build a fucking parking garage or, or, or parking lot? It's fucking embarrassing. Go fuck yourself, MGM. It's stupid. This is what happens when you have to feel as though you need to create these these um, almost omnipresent type facilities where every, you've got your green space and you've got your walkable land and you've got, you know, garbage cans. And, and now you've got, oh, wait, we should, probably should have somewhere for these people to park. Yeah. That's, it's, yeah, I appreciate your frustration. It, it's embarrassing because there is no way in any city on any planet where, well, I can't speak to all planets on planet Earth. <laughs> that, that, first of all, in the Las Vegas market, it's very well known that the locals fucking hate the Strip and largely... If only from the many, many vocal oppositions that Jeff Simpson used to used to share about how much he hated strip parking. But locals in general fucking hate the strip, largely for that parking. You're going to go, hey, we've got a professional sports. Com Come on, man. We're setting them down here on the strip. By the way, the thing you hate the most about us, go fuck yourself, and you have to use it. Give us lots of money. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. But you know what? We still got plenty of time, and, and I trust they'll pull their heads out of their ass. I, I, I believe. Okay, no, I don't believe. I hope that that at some point MGM realizes, like, I, like they're trying to do this fucking stupid idea that they've got, and they just realize we, we need a parking lot or a fucking parking garage or we're going to lose all this shit. Like, like, how embarrassing for a city like Las Vegas that's dying to be recognized as a real city with a sports franchise puts themselves in a situation where they're like yeah you're gonna lose your fucking sports team because you you, you don't have a parking lot you you built a 350 million dollar fucking stadium build a four million dollar fucking parking lot i agree that wraps it up for prop bets let's move on to coming attractions Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Judas Priest are performing at the Pearl of Palms Saturday, October 17th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $73. I know this dates me, but every single time I see Judas Priest, I always think of Beavis and Butthead, like, breaking the law, breaking the law. Which is funny because I kind of wanted to add in at the very end, but still not charging 1992 prices like they should. Right. <laughs> they have a new album though, Tony. It's just it blows my mind. That's like Earth, Wind, and Fire being like, oh, $188 to come listen to music we haven't created in like 38 years. It does blow Thanks, my Judas. mind because I do always share with you like the cheapest price. I'm like, wow, if you can pull that off, good for you. 
fair point. There's yeah. clearly some idiot out there that's got more money than he knows what to do with. And he's like, oh, this sounds like a great use of it. <laughs> Godsmack is performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, November 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $53. So You Think You Can Dance Live is performing at the Pearl at Palm Friday, December 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $44. Sticks are performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, January 16th, 2016. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $54. Slaughter, Vixen, and Steelheart, three words I've never used together before, are performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center Friday, October 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $33. No, nothing on that, really? Oh, my did, God, did it was Mike brilliant. Out? No, no I, it was brilliant. I apologize. I realized two really fucked up things. For one, there, uh, since that's October 2nd, it's clearly also going to be in playing Vegas. And two, I had ice in my mouth that I was trying to quickly consume, but it was too cold that I couldn't consume, so I just spit it back in the glass. Oh, that's just rude. What the? F I was trying to do it quickly bad. enough. You're like, what? Yeah. No, no, like, oh, god damn it! I, I appreciate, but it's, uh, it's. I fumbled. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tony. I fumbled on this one. You know what? I it. And it may be a long time before I ever come back on this show. Fit, no, don't say that. <laughs> or, or next week, whichever. Or, or next rest. Right. It'll be at least six days before I am on this show again. I will show you. I will show you. <laughs> now, fittingly, I think, All Time Low are performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center Saturday, October 24th. Show's going to start at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $32 because that's how I feel, Tony. I don't want to disappoint you ever. <laughs> Train and the Fray are performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center Saturday, November 7th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $38. Now, see, that, that, in my opinion, is an underpriced show. I totally agree with you. That amazes me that, that Train and the Fray doing a show together for a scant $38. I mean, granted, I'm willing to... You know, I'm showing my age here with, you know, yeah, yeah. Ooh, look, train and the fray together. But <laughs> <laughs> what? But at least they're a little bit more relevant. I agree. I agree with you. Rise Against is performing at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center Saturday, November 21st. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $48. I can't wait for you to share this next one. Ooh, Casino, a courtroom conversation. The real story behind the inspiration for the movie Casino will be at the Mob Museum Saturday, November 7th in honor of the movie's 20th anniversary. Event starts at 7 p.m., cost is $25 to attend, and will include contributions from FBI agents and reporters involved in the investigation, as well as former attorney for Lefty and Tony the Ant Spilatro, Oscar Goodman. I've seen that should be a $250 a ticket I've seen event. so many things like this at the Mob Museum that I'm like, fuck, I wish I lived in the area because that sounds riveting to me. If it weren't for the fact that November 7th is the evening of my 20th high school anniversary um, um, reunion, I would probably be willing to just foot the cost 
to fly both of us out there to stay the night to be able to, to attempt that because that is something that is so freaking cool. I agree. I, I, I am remarkably disappointed that this is, hopefully they will do this again maybe like in five years from right, now. Right, Um, So that we could, we, I'm, man, I would love to be at this. I, I, would I am love a, I, I'm this. a big fan of the Mob Museum, but I think the events that they put on are unparalleled. It is, they're, not just this. I mean, while this one is amazing, they put on some really top quality things exactly like this, where they bring in the real people that we're lucky enough are still alive and they can share these conversations with us. But yeah, this one might be the best one I've seen. Agreed. Cedric the Entertainer, that's a bit presumptuous of him, is performing at the <laughs> Join at Hard Rock Wednesday, December 30th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $50. That's it for coming attractions. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Now, let's roll into playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next weekend in Vegas. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday... Pitbull is performing at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $50. I don't know why, but honestly, it amuses me every time. We're like, Pitbull is performing. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but it amuses me. I don't know why. Well, uh, partially because I think the term performing is a little bit generous. <laughs> so I figure, you know what? I'm going to try to make the guy feel good. Good. Good for you. Friday, Herman's Hermits are performing at Golden Nugget. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $65. As we previously announced, Slaughter and a couple other people are performing at the Downtown Event Center. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $33. And an evening with Kevin Smith will be at the Vinyl at Hard Rock. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Friday and Saturday, Route 91 Harvest Festival, featuring many country artists, are performing at the MGM Resorts Village. Festival starts at 2 p.m. Tickets start at $200 for multi-day passes. Yeah. Wow. You know what? <laughs> Rednecks with money is a lot like a mule with a spinning wheel. No one knows how they got it and damned if they know how to use it. Right. Saturday, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman are at the Vinyl at Hard Rock. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. Counting Crows are performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $72. Tragically Hip are performing at the House of Blues. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $20. Jim Jeffries is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Right up there with Tosh. I cannot recommend him enough. And Jay and Silent Bob Get Old with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are at the Vinyl at Hard Rock. Show starts at 9.30 p.m. Tickets start at $40. You know, as a um, child of the 90s, I must concede that uh, this Jay and Silent Bob uh, Get Old with Kevin Smith is kind of sort of interesting to me. Yeah. You know, the whole Mallrats uh, era was obviously, kind, you know, 95. That was certainly my you know my jam and that's that's pretty cool and it also makes me feel super old that they're you know doing this weird sort of vaudeville act no 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 don't i have i've said many times my favorite podcast and and the initial podcast that ever got me into understanding what podcasts are is is smodcast 
which is, is is his original show. Now he does like fucking a dozen of them. But yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of Kevin Smith big time. Cool. Well, let's check the river. Once again, we've got some listener feedback. Yeah, we'll start it off with a PayPal donation. Always the best way to support the show. (laughs) Kyle Benson, he writes, Mark, this money is explicitly for booze. As a fellow factory of sadness fan, I know, the only way to tolerate the Browns is blackout drunk. Stay thirsty, my friend. And thanks for making my life better with Vegas type of stuff. Kyle, sir, I will apply all of that, all of that. To, to what, booze, um, I promise you. I, I, I'm going to put you on the spot, but any thoughts on how you want to uh, invest that money in, in booze? Any any specific? Currently, Captain comes to mind. Good. Good. <laughs> Woof. I vaguely remember Captain at your place. Oh, Tony, I cannot wait to, to shovel feed you some more Captain. Oh, my next God. Time. Jesus, dude. <laughs> shovel nothing. My, my God, you fucking put it in a and I milked that shit. I was like, mmm, this is super good. Yeah, M- Mark is known known as heavy-handed, and, and mixers wow. are known as splash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was so much fun. Do you remember when we were just sitting at the bar watching um, uh, Jeff Dunham? Fondly. Oh. Fondly. You have no idea. I have, I, And I don't know why. Actually, you might know why because you also have a bar. There is nothing more enjoyable to me than sitting behind my bar and serving my guests. I love oh, it. absolutely. Hands down. And the second most fun part about being able to stand at your bar and serve people drinks, sitting on the other side of the bar and <laughs> right. drinking some. Exactly. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not getting paid. There's no laws here. Clearly, the bartender's <laughs> drinking with his patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, except you kept saying no, no, no. Just like any bar, you gotta you gotta buy a drink for the de- for the for the bartender. I'm like, all right, here's my credit card. <laughs> but but unlike many uh, bars, handies were acceptable. And, and in fairness, I needed to use both hands. So everybody, I love how you and Aww. I just kept trying to manzy each other, and it just got to a point of like going, I, 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 uh, cunt, <laughs> cunt. I'm saying cunt. What do you think of that? <laughs> All right, we have one more listener feedback that I want you to share with them. It's an email, and it's titled Divergenized. All right, so just to be clear, I am reading this sight unseen, so here we go. Can't wait. Hey, Mark! Because it ends with an exclamation. Hey! No, there was no no comma in there. He didn't use proper punctuation. It's, hey, Mark! You sold it very well. I thought we were having a conversation. I apologize. Continue. Oh, my bad. Just wanted to send a quick thank you to you, your lovely wife, and all your sidekicks, especially that dead sexy lawyer, Tony, about your recommendations. And I, I'm taking some some liberties here I, about your recommendation. Oh, I'm sorry. What? No, you. Yeah, I, I was with you. I was like, I don't see it, but I assume it's there. He's a lawyer. <laughs> it's what he meant. It's what he meant. Right. Got to read between the lines. Brilliant. About your recommendations and recorded adventures about Vegas. I emailed ya. A few months ago with questions about a four-day trip that we got back from sitting up holes. Oh, oh, setting up hotels from Luxor to the Link downtown, things to do, etc. I'm, I'm just saying, um, 
We apologize to the gentleman that wrote this. I know. I, 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 I think we're going to title I've this had show. I've a couple of cocktails, and I so I'm... I think we're going to title this show The Decline. <laughs> I, I told you. I told you by the I end like of the show. I like it, though. It's, it's, it's an arc. It's a story arc. <laughs> All right, but but I don't I don't want to bastardize yes, him being no, divergent. I apologize, please. So, so let me try. Let me. I, I want to make sure I treat I treat this respect. I want to I want to lay it down. All right, I want to I want to caress its hair, and I want to say I emailed you a few months ago with questions about our four day trip that we just got back from, such as setting up hotels from Luxor to the Link downtown, things to see and do, etc. Well, sir, I'm pretty. F asterisk 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 G. I'm proud to say. I don't that understand. Well, that was nice of him to clean it up. Uh, why? On my show, I find that offensive. <laughs> he's, he's highbrow, my friend. He is highbrow. Well, that is not tolerable on this show, <laughs> Tony. Then he is pretty fucking proud to say yes. that he squeezed in 30 casinos and about 32 sites, well attractions, done, and bars. Well, most done. bars. In a four-day period, including a dumbass show my wife wanted to go to, along with seeing and getting pictures with Penn & Teller, which was awesome. No, it's not. Penn & Teller stupid. We flew back Thursday, and our livers caught a flight out on Friday. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the suggestions on Secret Pizza, Twin Peaks, as well as everything else I'm forgetting about. Already booking a trip for March. Uh, you should save it for May. Right. Anywho, didn't want to take up much time, but your podcast was one of the few that I found and I agreed with on most spots that we went to and your recommendations that you'd had. I would be more than happy to converse back and forth about the trip, upcoming trip, suggestions, at your convenience, of course. Thanks again, man. Rainier's cool. Quality. Is that pretty close? Yeah, it's what I, I assumed it to be. Yeah, quality email. I, listener feedback. Is it, does it get better than that, Tony? No, that's so. Let's 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 dissect here a little bit about what he uh, what he did. So apparently, did, are you getting the impression that he stayed at both Luxor and the Link? Is that what your setting up of hotels meant? That, yeah, that that is that is my understanding. If I recall, I spoke with this gentleman, and, and this might have been his first trip to Vegas. While while being a giant fan of it, he had never actually visited it. And I had mentioned to him the first place that I've ever stayed. I've said many times is Luxor. But the problem is, is I, I'm I'm a walker. And if you're going to Vegas for the first time and you're a walker, that's a horrible idea. You got to stay mid-strip because it's much easier to to convince yourself. Well, actually, n not me. To convince your significant other <laughs> to follow you along when it's a long trek, but in a place that they haven't already been, as opposed to always starting south and having to traverse over places you've already been to get to new things that you haven't been. But this gentleman, if I recall, had mentioned that that he had uh, like like bus passes for two days. I'm like, oh fuck, dude, you got access to the city, and it doesn't matter. Do whatever the hell you want to do. And, and it yeah. seems like he did get to enjoy that. So. Uh, Good stuff, man. Uh, it's, I, I, I recall, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is the same guy. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to assume it is the same guy. I thought it was pretty amazing that somebody was head over heels in the city before they had ever visited it. So it, it's exciting to, to hear that it lived up to, to everything that he thought it would be, and uh, it'd be pretty cool if uh, you can rearrange that March trip to a to a May trip and then get your mind fucking blown. All right, no asterisks, blown. Yeah. Well, and I guess what's fascinating, and this is something that you and I have talked about before, is 
for Vegas to click for someone, it usually doesn't happen on the first trip. It right. usually is at least the second, but realistically, typically the third or yeah, yeah, fourth. Yeah. Yep. So for this guy, for it to have clicked for him on his first trip, kudos to you, man. Yeah. Here's the problem, though. You're going to forever chase the dragon now. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's right. really because but, but it's, it's not Vegas. that you won't achieve it is the weird thing. It's not that you won't achieve it. It's like you think you're going to go for something and you're going to find something else that you're going to love. It's, it's such an amazing, weird city like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, because, listen, you and I have been out lots of times and mm. I'm sure I you probably have felt this. You think to yourself, okay, this is another Vegas trip. But it it never actually becomes, quote unquote, just another Vegas trip. It's It's always something that makes you go, damn. It's so fascinating. It's so fascinating that you said that. As as I alluded to earlier in the show, Tony has been a a large source of inspiration and, 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 and a talking point, a sounding board, if you will, for the development of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. And and part of that was we we clearly have a format uh, when we come to 360 Vegas vacations and and I started to think I'm like are, are we are we diving too much into this format here and 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 in an extended conversation with Karen we kind of the thing about Vegas that's that I think is one of the coolest things is in all honesty every time you go to Vegas you do basically the exact same thing however unlike any other place on the planet Doing the exact same thing yields different results every single time. Yes. Yep. It's amazing. I'm just looking through his email. I just I, this was a really really nice email that yes. he sent, and I don't want to I don't want to gloss over any other hot spots that I thought would be would be good to um just to point out. Oh, I wish he would have said what the dumbass show was that his wife wanted to go to. I agree because I would have loved to have mocked it or or mocked the show that he thought was good because I think Penn and Teller Penn and Teller annoyed the fuck. Out of, I know you don't see shows, so this doesn't really help. Penn and Teller annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, it was kind of like, hey, we're going to do magic in between boring the fuck out of you with my rambling, annoying things to say. Well, look at what, what, look at what happened. Like, going on. I've, are, are you done talking? That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> magic. I, magic. You're not talking. <laughs> exactly. I know. That, that's the real illusion. Right. <laughs> I've seen uh, the Penn and Teller show. Yeah. Um, we were, um, my wife and I, and um, just a little forewarning, elitist alert, but my wife and I don't typically go see shows that we're not otherwise comp to. And so we were comp to this particular show and we thought, you know what? It's free. Uh, we're, we're only out our time. Let's go check it out. Yeah. The, the magic, you know, the illusions that they do in and of themselves were, were, were good. I mean, that was, sure. it was neat, but I don't want to be lectured oh at my God, in between. Yes. You know, I'm on vacation. I, I, I'm, and, and first of all, for those of you that don't know me, I don't totally jive politically with what it is that Penn and Teller are trying to make peep their audience like think. Like, I didn't walk out of there going, oh my God, I am so, it's like a Facebook rant is what it is. Oh my God, Tony, that couldn't be a better way to describe, uh, in my opinion, exactly what that show is. My God, that's, I've never heard that before, but you literally smacked me across the face with that brilliant statement. No, metaphorically. You metaphorically slapped me across the face oh, with that brilliant statement. Fine. Well, that's going to do it for episode 181. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merchandise store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas or vegas.com. 
and help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you're quickly becoming one of my besties. Well, I appreciate that. I, <laughs> I, I, I want to be your BFF. Right. All right. I, I really want to go find that meme of that girl. You, you got to know what I'm talking about, right? The meme of the, 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 the brunette girl that's staring into the camera with her eyes. She's super wide-eyed. And, and it's always some meme like, yes, I would love to go out with you for another date. Why haven't you called me? I've called you 18 times. Are you not getting my message? So, Always a pleasure, my friend. Always serious. a pleasure. Thank you very much, Mark. I really appreciate the invite, bud. All right. And for the rest of you, we'll see you next week.